Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com, and what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground, and you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold, not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. Hello, everybody. Dave Hodges, your host of the Common Sense Show. We are the show that is freeing America one enslaved mind at a time. And I'm going to tell you, the bad guys are going to learn. You can't dodge the Hodge. I've had enough. And the gloves have come off, and I'm just I'm not taking any prisoners with this administration. They are not beefing up security nationally. They're doing absolutely nothing. I'm interviewing someone in the morning. Um, you're gonna really enjoy this. So the interview will actually air on Monday. And this person reports to Congress and his specialty quit down. That'll enter into our discussion here, and I'm sure I'll have a lot more to come back and report on next week after he, well, actually, yeah, that'll air Monday. Okay, just make sure you know that. So that's a program of note. Uh, We have someone on the inside who's willing to talk to us honestly, and we're going to be talking about the threat tonight, Friday the 13th. Isn't that interesting? The Knights Templar, unfavorite holiday. Uh, Friday the 13th, will it be a day that will live in infamy? James Woods, the actor who I really, really like, he says no. I kind of agree with him. But I'm going to talk to you about what we're facing and how Biden is just fine with anything happening to us. Um, okay. I talked this morning about, um, the fact that no one's safe. No one is safe in this country. Even with now Israel purposely let its guard down to exacerbate the losses to get world opinion on their side. So eventually when this ends up at the Iranian doorstep, they can attack and Israel will be supported. Um, hell of a way to do business, isn't it? But the Israelis have made it a priority through the decades to protect their citizens. You know, Stephen Benoon, who I've gotten to be friends with, really, really admire his work over Israeli Live. He's really, really good. And, you know, he's former Intel. And um, he told me once, he said, yeah, I was caught in one of these attacks, and I couldn't believe how quickly the military, the Air Force were there. It was instantaneous. It took Netanyahu four hours. But let's leave that aside for a second. The Israelis, up until this last event, last Saturday, five days ago, they have made it a priority to protect their people and do it in a timely fashion. Okay. We don't. 
we are horribly at risk. And this is going to make you very uncomfortable because I'm not just going to talk to you about terrorism. I'm going to talk to you about something I wrote about. Oh, gosh, what was it? Ten years ago, nine years ago, eight years ago. I wrote about it three years in a row called the Grid X drills. And this is when we had the other trader in chief in charge, Barack Obama. And they used to do these readiness drills about grid down. And they'd practice it different ways. Cyber grid takedown, uh, EMP takedown, and they'd measure responsiveness and so forth. Well, the last two grid X drills that we did, <laughs> Obama invited the Russians and the Chinese to attend. Why don't you just hand them the keys to your flipping house? We showed them how to do it. Not that they couldn't figure it out, but listen, let's not make it easy, right? And then the same year, that last year that uh, we did the Grid X drills, we had used to have these drills, and we still have them. It's called the RIMPAC games. There are war games in the Pacific involving multiple nations. The Russians and Chinese got to participate in that. And who do you think we were practicing to fight? The Russians and the Chinese. So it ain't just General Milley who commits treason by, I'll tell my Chinese counterpart. What I'm telling you right now is what terrorism is coming here. They will have help, intelligence, good intel from the Russians and the Chinese, courtesy of Barack Obama. I covered this in detail. And before we're done here tonight, ladies and gentlemen, I am going to make you lose sleep. And there is no way to sugarcoat. If I'm going to give you the truth, and you can count on me to be the truth. I had an uncle named Frank. I'll digress here for a second. And my mother once looked at me, and I was about eight, nine years old, and she said, I gave you the wrong name. And I said, Mom, should it have been a dirty name? <laughs> no, son. It should have been Frank, my brother's name. Your uncle Frank. You're worse than he is. What do you mean? Frank, to the point, no BS. That's what my mother told me. And she said, one day, that mouth of yours is going to get you in trouble. <laughs> I know. I'm behind the microphone. My mom was a prophet. Uh, you will always get the straight truth from me. I won't always get it right. But I do my homework better than most. And you're going to get the truth, and you're going to get some good information behind it. Let's go back to 10 years ago. And I'm going to start with the worst thing that could happen. I won't build up to it like a Hollywood movie, okay? I'll start with the worst thing. The grid's taken down in such a way, and I don't believe it'll be EMP. I think EMPs, if we have to scramble military because there's a insurrection going on because of all the people we've let in the border, and there's organized fifth columns and like Viet Cong, you know, type of organizational structure. Okay, uh, and there'll be localized EMP weapons used against planes. We know it exists. We've had it used on our soil before. I wrote about that, had the detail, had the information from inside sources in the Air Force. But other than that, we're not going to have an EMP. We are going to have grid down. And here's the problem. How long can a nuclear plant last until it melts down without energy. And I researched this in earnest. I had a really good congressperson, and uh, his name was Trent Franks. 
And he was real concerned about this. He wrote to the Nuclear Regulatory Commission, came to my church, spoke to 8,000 people there. Two sessions. I got to give former Congressman Franks great, great credit. He came forward. He had a movie produced about it. He said, this is what we're looking at. And the Nuclear Regulatory Commission, no, we don't want to hear it. Thumb their nose at him. Obama gave him the silent middle finger. He wrote Obama several times. He put the letters up on the screen in our church. So these letters have gone unanswered. And I started thinking, well, okay. And he said, we could be in trouble. But what he didn't tell the public at that time, and I think he was afraid of being too dramatic and scaring the living hell out of people. And I don't fault him for that. I don't, because his heart was in the right place. He was calling attention to what needed attention called to, and he wanted people to become politically active. Well, they didn't, but I got politically active in research. So I went and researched this. How long can these plants last without power from, okay? Remember, I'm talking to you about the worst thing that can happen. The answer varies. 30 days, two weeks, depends on the plant. They have to get the coolant, and they have to have energy, and they have emergency backup power. But I got bad news for you. It's not indefinite. So I went and researched the work of Judy Har. She worked in this industry. And uh, Judy Har laid it out pretty clearly. An EMP across the nation would eventually cause all nuclear reactors to fail because we wouldn't have the ability to contain it for a very long period of time. We have 120 nuclear reactors in North America, Canada, and the U.S. The reason they won't use an EMP on America is because China won't allow it. China has said many times from their defense ministers, we're going to occupy America, but there aren't going to be any Americans. But they can't occupy America and get anything out of this nation if the infrastructure is so crippled it can't come back. So I do not believe we'll see anything other than localized DMP weapons. But I do believe we're going to see grid down. And thanks to Obama, he showed them how to do it. And folks, this is a matter of public record. This isn't, I went and looked under a corner and, gee, I found this and I can't tell you who told me, but no, it's public record. The Russians and Chinese participated in the GRIDX drills. And people like me had a fit. Congressman Franks had a fit. And we are looking, this is the worst case scenario, nuclear meltdown. Okay, that's one. Now, let's just say we avoid that. We don't get to that point. It's going to be grid down, but it's not going to be grid down so much that energy couldn't be transferred, and what energy we have left could be transferred over to nuclear power plants and keep them running for more than 30 days. And that's kind of the magic number. 30 days, one size doesn't fit all, but I, from Congressman Frank's research and work, uh, and actually when I started writing articles about this that you can find on our website, um, I actually talked to one of his staffers, and she, you really want to, you're interested in this? I go, yeah. Yeah, he came to my church, and, and I investigate stuff like this, and uh, I don't trust Obama. He doesn't care about America. In fact, he hates America. So, yeah, I want to know. And I got a lot of really good information, and it's frightening. You know, if we did have an EMP, 90% of everybody in America would be dead in a year. 
major cause of death? Well, initially it'd be accidents, planes falling from the sky, uh, hospital failures, machines going, that kind of thing. Uh, people being in compromised positions where they need power. Uh, you'd have accidents like crazy. People wouldn't be able to control their cars as they came to a halt, be crashing into each other on highways and stuff. And they, they say we could lose a million people in the first five minutes. That's a stat that I read pretty often. Um, but then from there, I said, okay, what if they just do a grid down? Now, this is where preparation comes in, okay? And this is where I give a cheap plug because we sell storable food and water filters, Lexapure Pro water filter. Great specials. I won't elaborate. The need is necessary. If you need energy to get water into your home, or water through your well source or your water distribution source, you got a problem. You're going to have to scavenge. That's why you're going to need water filtration. You'll find water. You won't find drinkable water very often, so you'll have to filter it. And that's why we do the Alexa Pure Pro Water Filter. We call it waterwithdave.com. I'll put the link in the description box. We have the food that you're very familiar with. If you followed me at all, you need to be prepped to be down for a while. The Texas ice storm we had a couple of years ago will be a picnic compared to what will be done to our grid. That is the ultimate terrorist act. Now, you could say, well, Dave, what if they let a nuke off? Well, that'd be problematic, and that would affect our food supply, and our economy would come to an absolute grinding halt if that happened. Yeah, that'd be bad, too. But this is number one. Grid down. And on the Doug and Dave Intel report, my broadcast partner, Doug Thornton, combat Marine, defense, former defense contractor, DHS supervisor, he's been saying to me for two and a half years, grid down, grid down, grid down. It's coming. John Moore, trained Green Beret, fought in Vietnam. He told me my team of eight people could take down a grid the size of Phoenix. Four and a half million people. Eight. Eight. And we saw what happened in California with just people shooting at the um, power utilities. They took down a significant grid just by gunfire. Uh, I don't know who did it. I don't know if it was a beta test or what it was, but you remember, may remember that. So grid down is your biggest thing, and you better be prepped. And when would the grid come back up? <laughs> I don't know. You're looking at days and weeks and perhaps even months. And what will happen with the people that don't have enough? Chaos. And do you know what the continuity of government program is for this? They won't come in and rescue. Hello, 911. Sorry, I can't make the call. Grid's down. Cell phones are down. They're not working. No one's coming. The cops are going home to protect their families. Hurricane Katrina, Hurricane Harvey, okay? We learned that. Here... Emergency workers will stay on the job two, maybe three days. So you are on your own. Well, holy crap. What do I do? Sit in a chair in my living room with a gun, with a, with a shotgun in my lap? I think when they say in a court of law, when you don't answer a question, and the answer is presumed to be yes. Uh, you know, I don't know if I want to be that literal or dramatic. But it could get that bad. And then the urchins just fight it out amongst each other, kill each other off for the resources they didn't prep for, while the military encircles.
We at the Common Sense Show have a great TV show. We bring in a panel of experts to help people navigate the uncharted waters that we're living in. Because what once was coming is no longer coming. It's already here, and we're getting you the help so you can make better decisions for your future. You can find us at the TV, commercial-free, censorship-free, and we're getting five-star ratings on the world's major platforms. Again, check us out today at TheCommonSenseShow.tv. Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com, and what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground, and you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold, not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. Did you know that the World Economic Forum now, they in the last meeting they convened, they actually had a water board there with water experts, and they tell us our water is in danger and they have to take control of our water. Does that bother anybody? I'm sure it does. And I begin thinking right now about water safety. And we already know there's lead in the water, chemicals in the water. A lot of it's not safe to drink. But we have the answer for you. It's called the Alexa Pure Pro Water Filter. It's the best there is. And scientifically, they leave nothing to doubt as they publish their research at waterwithdave.com. And it's my choice for water filtration. Gravity powered. It reduces 206 contaminants. It targets heavy metals, fluoride, chlorine, and viruses. It is the best there is in the business. And you can read all the research on this simply by going to water with dave.com that's water with dave.com save eighty dollars for a short time it's called continuity government this has been the plan since eisenhower this is nothing new nothing new nothing will be shipped nothing medications won't be shipped yeah i told you this was disturbing i warned you before we started now Saying, well, he's just trying to scare us. I'm trying to give you the facts, but I warned you ahead of time about where this was going to end up. This is really, really bad. But we're not done with this. We got a couple more things we got to talk about. So that's the biggest thing you got to think about is it's going to be grid down. And I'll tell you, James Woods had a, had a, had a James Wood had a really good quote on Twitter. I loved what he said. He said, Yeah, Friday the 13th, everyone's hunkering down. Okay. All right. If you do that, God bless you. I will not judge you. I promise I will not make fun of you. I've already issued a warning to my adult son. (laughs) I got sarcasm back. Okay. But I told him. And I said, if you're caught in one, two, three scenarios, generally, this is what you do. He says, what don't you do? Stand up. So, James Wood said, I'm going about my life tomorrow. So am I. I have two interviews tomorrow. 
I'm doing for distribution next week. My good friend, Sheriff Mack, you're familiar with him, I'm sure. Um, and we go way back. And this gentleman, can't wait to interview him about the grid, his work with the government. I'm doing going about my day in the morning, and then I'll come on here. I'll do a couple of morning broadcasts. Okay, I'll spend a little time in my weight room here, hopefully. My doctor gave me a good bill of health today. He goes, you're doing pretty good here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for an old fart with one foot in the grave. Thank you, Doc. Um, but that's my day tomorrow. And then the thing is, I think um, we'll probably go out to dinner. So my son's leaving for a concert, and he's going to Vegas. And I know some of you just had an oh shit moment. Yeah, try being the parent. Okay, now he's going with a girl. I wish he'd marry her. But anyway, that's another deal. Um, so yeah, that's the anxiety I have. But as far as my day goes, now I'm not going to stop doing anything. I also got to go shopping for a birthday present tomorrow. Uh, oh, um, other little chores. I'm in the James Wood camp, but I also think something could happen tomorrow. But I will tell you this. It's common in the world of terrorism to issue the threat and not act on it. That's the terror. They want the terror. They want the fear. They want to control you through fear. If you stay home tomorrow and you don't shop, what does that do to the economy? It makes a bad economy already worse than it is, right? That's the one of the effects of terrorism. So I'm going to be out shopping tomorrow. Okay, I'm going to take my wife to dinner, and we're going to have a good time. God, I don't think anything's going to happen big time tomorrow. But I think we got a hell of a future ahead of us, thanks to Joe Biden and his open borders, where we don't vet anybody. And God knows how many terrorists we have in our country, foreign military we have in our country. And they're waiting for that magic day for a Tet Offensive that I've described many times before. That's coming. And we have a grid down, I believe, that's coming. But let me talk about some targets that could be used, hypothetically. I'll go through some training that they do in Quantico with the FBI. And because I've had friends that have been FBI agents, two people I went to college with, one girl I used to date. That was in the past, okay, a long time ago. Um, I introduced her to her husband, and it's okay. Yeah, it is. Um, They actually named one of their kids after me. that's a true story. And I got a lot of insight there. I know how the FBI used to work when it was somewhat functional and not Biden's little lapdog. So um, I learned from there. I learned from Doug. Um, when his days in DHS, they've been through all the training. They've done it all. So let's talk about their favorite targets. In Israel, they do open-air attacks. Because the schools are fortified like a son of a gun. And what do we do in this country? They're gun-free zones. Oh, yeah, i got to tell you, the only ones who are gun-free are the innocent victims-to-be that are in that school as people with guns can't read and they come on the school campus to do intentional harm. Mm-hmm. Oh, they train the teachers how to use things like M16s. 38 semi-automatics. Did you all know that? That's true. Um, Schools are fortresses. And all I call for is give the kids a chance. Have an armed cop on every campus. 
a lot of cops like the extra work. I mean, we got a record number of people working at two jobs because the economy's failing. Why not put the cop on there? By the way, I'm covering that later tonight. Uh, we got some job statistics that the government's kind of conveniently ignoring, and they're disturbing. Not as disturbing as this. Schools will be the number one target. Let me tell you a strategy they use. They did this in Mumbai when they attacked them all. But they can use the strategy in schools. I've known about this for years. They'll come in with their attack group, but they'll set up two perimeters. And they'll let the first responders get inside the two perimeters. And then the the second inner core of the perimeter, think of two circles around your target. The inner circle will then take out the first responders. The outer circle is fighting off the ones who are coming to the rescue. Mm -hmm. That's what they did in Mumbai. That was a shopping mall but it can be employed at school and our schools are vulnerable because in blue cities, we don't believe in protecting our children. We expose them to all kinds of psychological harm, propaganda, and then we turn around and also don't protect them. Seriously. When I picked a high school for my son, I would not have picked one that did not have resource officers and, and the great guys lay their life down. For those kids, that's the vast majority. But what we do, if you have a couple thugs out there, that dominates the news for weeks. Oh, we can't have that. Look at this bad actor over here. Yeah, but you're leaving all the kids undefended. Who cares? Uh, Open-air stadiums. I used to laugh. I used to laugh, and I kind of still do. You have to walk through airport security. I remember the first time I saw this, okay, I was going to a hockey game. And uh, I thought, what the hell is this? I'm not catching a plane here. I'm going to a game. So I walked through like this. Even the workers thought it was funny. I don't do that anymore. You're not going to stop terrorists with that kind of check. You're going to stop the madman who stupidly tries to carry a weapon. And that's who you'll get. You won't get a professionally trained terrorist that way. But it is one line of defense we didn't have. I don't laugh at that anymore. And I willingly cooperate with it. So um, they like open-air events, open-air concerts, Vegas, <laughs> Mandalay Bay, 2017. Terrorists love those kinds of, because it's easy pickings. If you can get to a tall building, yeah, it's like shooting ducks in a bathtub. So open-air targets where you have large gatherings of people. Uh, people said, well, they'll have uh, the Super Bowl or baseball game. The World Series is coming. No, no. Those are very low priority targets because they're difficult to carry out. Now, if you manage to get a uh, an airplane and you had suicide bombers, yeah, you might see something like that. It's possible you'd see that. Uh, shopping malls, if anyone shopped at them anymore, <laughs> they're a dying breed. So I don't really think a whole lot about that, but I think the schools will be the priority target. I truly do. I do not think we're going to see anything much beyond that. I'm looking at my list here. Um, I showed this morning an open letter to me that was sent in confidence, uh, but it's 10 years ago, and it was... um, Intel that Texas Rangers had, DHS, I found out later, had the same intel, that terrorists were training to take over small American towns, execute the cops, and then use people as hostages and kill them with live streaming. On Oh, geez, does that sound familiar? 
we're living this right now. And I made the point this morning that the stuff I used to write about eight, 10 years ago, I said, you need to watch for this. This stuff is out here. We have the intel. We have the documents. We have all. Okay. People just ignored it. Oh, Dave Hodges, crazy conspiracy theorist. Now I've got people that from 10 years ago that say, Dave, I read your stuff and I thought you were nuts. I want you to come on my show now. <laughs> it's kind of funny how that works now, isn't it? Uh, Mike Adams one time he was guest hosting for Alex Jones, uh, and and he thought, listen, Mike and I talked about talk about things occasionally, but uh, he thought I was kind of like overreacting to Chinese on our continent until four years ago, and he was guest hosting on uh, Infowars, and he said, Dave, I just didn't know about this, but yeah, I'm getting the same thing now. And uh, it's kind of funny how we go full circle. Ladies and gentlemen, we are an open society, and it means we're open to abuse, and there's nothing in place to protect us. Oh, police departments will have various things. They'll have SWAT teams, and they'll have rapid response teams, and National Guard could eventually be mobilized, but they'll get there in time to draw chalk around the dead bodies. Um, Not going out tomorrow is stupid, because it could happen on the 14th or the 15th or next March. But these people issued a death warning for the entire West. I think we're going to see things in Europe. We're going to see things here. Dan Bongino came out, and I talked about this this morning, too, with a caveat. And I have all the respect in the world for Dan. He said everyone needs to start caring. And I said this this morning. Yes, if you're trained, and we don't want vigilanteism, trained, and we don't want vigilanteism. That's the important thing. I agree. I agree. We are now Israel, and we are going to be targeted the same as Israel has been for decades. I mean, it's a fact of life. Here we drive to work and getting an accident could be a result of that. We all know that. In Israel, they get up. It's a little different mindset. Not thinking about the rush hour traffic. Gee, what's going on in the world? Is terrorism going to be here today? That's the world you just entered into with this threat. And I think we can overreact. And I, But I like the Creedence Clearwater Revival song. Don't you like that? Don't go out tonight. It's bound to take your life. There's a bad moon on the rise. Um, Some people got great graphics here. (laughs) Awesome. Awesome stuff here. Um, The dome is, someone brought up the dome here in the comments. That's the protective area for Israel, the anti-missile batteries. They're being overwhelmed. They're running out. They've been hit by, I believe, over 5,000. That was yesterday. Um, It's a problem. We got no dome. The dome is what's on the top of your head. You are now a frontline participant in a world war. And this is, in my mind, the official beginning of the Third World War. Now, can it be stopped before it mushrooms? Yeah, but we're living under a president who will stop at nothing to start a war. We saw it with Ukraine. 
No attempt to de-escalate whatsoever. No peace talks. Just escalate. Oh, we're not sending the M1 Abram, and we send the, those tanks. We're not sending the F-16s, and we send them. We're not sending the drones, okay? And all I did was try to provoke Putin. Putin kept his cool and won his war. I'm not a Putin admirer, but the man is a good leader. And he's, he's good strategically. He's very good. And oh, by the way, gives a crap whether Russians survive. Um, now Biden is there inflaming, participating. And mark my words, he'll do everything he can do to fan the flames and throw gasoline on this fire. That's who we live under. And all I got to say is $700 to the surviving families of Lahaina. Six billion to the terrorist nation of Iran, who now we're claiming planned the attack on Israel. Gee, Joe, aren't you proud of yourself? I don't know if I believe his narrative, but six billion dollars to a terrorist nation, Joe, that you said killed a thousand innocent people. How about that, Joe? We need to take stock of where we're at. Situational awareness. One of the things I do when I walk into a movie theater is we have to get these pre-assigned seats. Okay? And um, I like to be low to the exit side. And I want to be on the end seat. Some people in my family think it's because I might have to go to the bathroom. (laughs) That's not why. If you're unarmed and someone enters the room and you're within four long steps of getting to them, that's your own. The Common Sense Show is proud to be able to bring you some very special deals for MyPillow. For example, they've got half off MyPillow bed sheets, more than half off their slippers, their sandals, their mattresses, their topper covers, women's lingerie. Now, they have extremely great products, as you all know. Ladies and gentlemen, right now go to MyPillow.com backslash Hodges. Use the coupon code Hodges to take advantage of these great opportunities. MyPillow.com backslash Hodges, coupon code Hodges. Only chance. And I've had that training. And I'm just saying that's why I position myself there. And better I be the frontline target than a child or my wife. So, yeah, I've been trained to think this way. And um, you need to be situationally aware of where you park because terrorism, just like crime, can be one of opportunity. And the more isolated you are without support, the bigger threat exists for you. That's just situational awareness. And I, like I said before, I used to be associated with a dojo that we'd go out and we'd give these strategies. We used to teach women with their keys. Now, it's kind of harder now today because the ignition key is the big one, and people don't have the 10 keys they used to have. But we used to teach put the keys interlaced in the fingers to the throat or to the eyes, depending on where they grab you. And uh, we used to drill that with these uh, old ladies in their 50s, 60s, and 70s. And they said, yeah, that's all you got to do. You say, I won't be strong enough. Yeah, you're strong enough. If you can do that, that's enough. That's enough. We used to teach them how to break rear neck and cho- uh, choke holds from the top. You know, you smash the instep, elbow to the chin or to the to the solar plexus, and then run like hell. Yeah, I've been through all that training. And uh, do I tell people you should do it? Yeah, and your kids should have been raised doing it. Not criticizing, but I'm just saying 
you know, my dad used to tell me when he took me to the dojo when I was four years old, someday, son, you may have to use this. I look back on that and said he was one smart person. We are living now in a time of war. And I said you wouldn't like this broadcast. And I don't blame you if you don't. I hope you won't hold it against me and never come back again, because we will talk about things that we practically can have control over. This is impractical, and we can be victims of circumstance, and no one likes that feeling. And I understand that. We measure our security by the degree of control we have in our life. And right now, this takes away our control, and that's the psychology of terrorism. That's why they do what they do. And I'm just saying to you, if you're not trained in defense, and maybe, you know, you're not going to be a black belt in three days, but you can learn some self-defense techniques. You can watch YouTube. YouTube is filled with these, and some of them are garbage, and some of them are really good. And if you ever want to drop me an email, say, Dave, I found this guy here, and I, I saw the blah, blah, blah. Yeah, okay. But if they're teaching you MMA techniques, waste of time. If they're teaching you direct lethal strikes, that's what you want to do. You want to uh, actually took classes like this for two years, and it was uh, how to disable. I'll just put it that way. I won't go into graphic detail because it gets pretty. Uh, it does get very graphic, but it wasn't the the block and counter uppercut uh, knee to the growing. It wasn't that kind of stuff. It was we're looking to disable that person as quickly as possible with extreme prejudice. And uh, and I went through that training for two years. And and uh, that's the kind of thing you can see on YouTube. There are people that actually teach this stuff. And YouTube doesn't censor it. Um, I would just say, don't use it in aggression. Use it only for self-defense. And um, that's how I justify using violence. When someone comes at me, um, self-defense. But when someone comes at me, if it's not a terrorist or an attacker... I usually try to talk them down, and I'll back up. And that's one technique of self-defense, by the way. Keep your hands here and always back away. That way, when they step into your strike zone, you're ready to go. And they're not ready for it because they think you're in a defensive posture. That's just the first thing you can learn when you learn about these things. So what I'm telling you is train. That's part of training. Get in better shape. Okay? Prep. Because the grid could be down for hours, days, weeks, months. Pray. Pray that you never have to go through this. Dear Lord, I'm not equipped for this mentally, psychologically. Maybe I've prepped and stuff, but I never want to be in that situation. And please protect me and my family. It's a good prayer in Jesus' name. It's a great prayer. But then be ready if you don't have a choice. And we're a nation that's going to have to get ready. And uh, I, I said this five years ago. I said, our, everyone in our nation should be required to take defensive strategy skills classes that fits their level of fitness and physical ability. Because let's say you only have one, you're a one-trick pony, okay? You only know the keys aspect of self-defense. Well, you had something you didn't have before. You've given yourself somewhat of a chance. And this is the world we live in now. There are people that want to kill you because you're a Christian or you're an American or you're white or 
they act like you're white, even though you might be black because you live in America. Oh, it's kind of confusing. But have you seen some of the racist talk coming out of the Middle East? I get confused because I think really, quite honestly, they're colorblind. But uh, everyone in America is a threat. And anyone who's part of our system, they go to work, they pay their taxes, they're not committing crimes, that they could be of the Muslim faith, and they're the enemy to some of these people. They could care less. I think Jewish people and Jewish synagogues could be high-priority targets. I worry about that greatly. And I will tell you this, I already know, as I know some Jewish people, synagogues are going to be very well protected in the near future. In fact, a lot of them already are. So, anyway, train, prep, and pray. And I'm sorry to have done this. Uh, someone said wasp break. Not legal, but worry about the legal after you save your life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I had a news director, Annie DeRiso, lovely, lovely lady, the wife of uh, my mentor in this business, the late Bill Pollock. And uh, I said, Annie, now the bill's gone, what kind of plans do you have for safety? And she said, wasp break. That's effective. That's effective. Could she have done it? If you knew Annie, you'd know the answer. Um, (laughs) We got a good Jesus quote going here about self-defense. Thank you very much. Um, Perfume spray works, too. I've heard that. It's never been part of my genre. I mean, it's not something I've encountered in training, either as an instructor when I did that or, you know, as a student. But I have heard that. Um, And I will tell you, in close quarters, if you're in close quarters situations, the little things like the keys and other things that can be used as objects of defense are actually preferable to guns in real close quarters. And I'll tell you, don't own a gun if you're not willing to use it. It'll be used on you. So here's what I want. Okay, I'm talking about reality. This is reality that we live in now. We've entered this and we're in extreme danger with open borders. That's a fact. And that's nothing that my words can change. And if I said anything less than that, I'm not being honest with you. And we have a government that doesn't care what happens to you. You need to understand that. They don't give a shit. And that's a fact. And that's Congress. Oh, Congress cares so much. They're going to let the Lahaina people become homeless on November 8th when the forbearance kicks in and they got to pay three months of back rent with interest. Hmm? Now, they really care, don't they? Boy, they really care so much. You are on your own. We are our own first responders. I hope there's a movement that sweeps the country. Home Bible studies, because churches under this regime will eventually be outlawed. And with those home Bible studies comes self-defense Communities, communities that band together to protect each other. And this is what we need to do. Speaking of the Israelis, if you know the history of the kibbutz, um, little kids were trained to use guns. As I said, teachers with M16s, common, because they could be attacked across the boundary at any time. What the hell happened to the kibbutz mentality? What went wrong on that Saturday? Why didn't these people universally have arms? That's never been the Israeli way to deny that. But that's the direction they went. You know why? Because Israel's government and their prime minister have fallen victim to globalism. Self-defense is not allowed. So I want to thank you for your really good, your good comments here. Um, 
Oh, gosh, we got someone on the line from Greenland. How interesting. Um, I love Greenland. Someone from your national basketball team contacted me some time ago, didn't follow up. They wanted me to come give a shooting clinic. I used to do that. I mean, I if I had a skill as a coach, a, a good skill, it was teaching the art of shooting a basketball. So I used to go and I went to the UCLA camps and did that, University of Indiana and stuff. And so, and then New Zealand called and Greenland called, but didn't follow up. I would love to have gone to Greenland. Loved it. In fact, actually, it's on our bucket list. If the world can walk away from more and we still have an economy, my wife's family's from Norway who want to go there. And I said, yeah, but on the way back, I want to stop in Iceland. I think it's a fascinating culture uh, and the stuff I see on YouTube about it makes me want to go there at Greenland. A lot of the same stuff, really cool stuff. And the people in Greenland are not sissies. They're tough. There's a lot of David Goggins there. (laughs) You guys are great. You guys are so dang funny, but we have such a diverse area here. I mean, India, Atlanta, good luck in the baseball playoffs. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, I got to go. Please do not take this as the promotion of violence at all. I would never, ever, ever promote violence. What I want you to do is to be prepared to defend your family against people who are evil. That's what I'm warning warning you, is you need to have your head on a swivel. You need to be prepared. But do not get a gun unless you're trained. And I'm being very serious. The worst thing you can do is be a gun owner and not know what the hell you're doing. You're a danger to you and everybody else in your house. And I'm being honest with you. And I always say safety first. Talk your way out of trouble if you can. But there are times, ladies and gentlemen, coming, uh, yeah, we're going to need decisive action. Anyway, thank you for coming here tonight. God bless all of you. Um, I look forward to the end of days when we finally know peace and we have complete joy and contentment and can follow the desires of our own being, the things we want to learn, the things we want to pursue. Heaven will be a marvelous place and we won't have to deal with the buttholes who are ruining this planet. I truly look forward to that day. But right now, We have duty to protect each other and our families. God bless all of you, and we'll see you back here next time. We at the Common Sense Show have a great TV show. We bring in a panel of experts and help people navigate the uncharted waters that we're living in. Because what once was coming is no longer coming. It's already here, and we're getting you the help so you can make better decisions for your future. You can find us at the TV, commercial-free, censorship-free, and we're getting five-star ratings on the world's major platforms. Again, check us out today at TheCommonSenseShow.tv. Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com, and what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground, and you can keep it for safekeeping. 
And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold, not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to buryyourgold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee.